to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. If I had a big giant gong, I would ding it right now. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to Just Another Friday Night. It is Just Another Friday Night, and this is the Just Another Friday Night podcast. I am CM Chuck. Across from me, the man with all the answers, <laughs> Double A, Adamantium Adam. Guys, me. Guys, CM, it's Friday night. It's podcasting time. It's time to have another great talk. Yes, yes, yes. It's the day after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. After I drank, Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to all the listeners and to you, double uh, I thought I was not going to drink today because I drank too much last night, <laughs> but that would be a lie. So <laughs> you poured up this lovely Dos Equis and I cannot resist the urge yeah. to say, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> you twist my arm. You twist my yeah, arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So guys, uh, doing things a little bit different tonight, uh, only because it is earlier in the day for us. We both mm -hmm. were off today, yeah, so that's yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, nice. Nice relaxing day to come right in. We meant to do this probably way earlier in the day, and then you know I dragged ass and uh, yeah, I did too. eight seconds, <laughs> had, had leftovers, and then uh, took a nap. <laughs> Excuse me, but um, here we are anyway, and we're back in podcast land. And uh, so we haven't done our Facebook Live yet. Normally we do that first, and then I reference it kind of here mm -hmm. on the podcast, but uh, we're actually going to do that after we do the show. Yeah. So that's going to be a little bit different hearing how we present that, being that we've already recorded the episode. <laughs> well, we're hoping that they're going to be home too. It, it is Black Friday, the yeah. busiest shopping day. I know. Even if there I is know. a COVID around, I, I it's know. still going to be the busiest day. Anything that you were looking out there to nope. get that you saw? Nope. I know. I'm good nope. too. I've shopped a little bit online. The only thing I ever want is just a fryer, an air fryer. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just never going to get around to it. <laughs> So well, you know, double A, I think you might be on the good list. So maybe Santa yeah, will bring yeah, you one maybe, this maybe. year. It'll be your year, but maybe air fryer. Put some wings in there. Yeah, wings, down with turkeys. Yeah. I would be making turkeys all the time. Okay, okay, yeah. cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. How was your bird yesterday? Tasty. It was good. Very tasty. You did all the cooking? Yeah, uh, just the turkey. Just the turkey. Yeah. Okay. Our good friend Jack did the mashed potatoes. Oh, nice. Uh our mom, my mom did the stuffing, mm -hmm. the corn. Oh. She made like a cream corn. Good stuff. So that was good. And good then uh, my mother-in-law made me a special batch of her stuffing, her oh, wonderful stuffing. So, nice, nice. So yeah. two kinds of stuffing. Yes, two All kinds right. of stuffing. I love that. Yeah, yeah. My, my girlfriend made um, hers. My sister likes to do the box. Uh, oh, the, the stove top. top. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is also very good. I it like is. it. I like stove top. But my girlfriend yeah. did her own. With the, she uses cornbread, mixed cornbread, and then, uh, mm -hmm. and then it's very, like very chicken broth and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. very, mm -hmm. very tasty. So in fact, in fact, I only ate one time yesterday at her at her mother's house, and then. I was so full the rest of the day, and I kept drinking. So then, yeah, <laughs> I ate I ate my first plate at my house. Too, but I I'm the one that pulled apart the turkey. I carved and I pulled yeah, it apart at our house, and mm -hmm. it was good. But I want to try this herb butter one. I think uh, mm. I might do like a test run for Christmas. Nice, so. nice, yeah. But guys, enough about things that are once alive that were now dead. Like the <laughs> turkey is now dead, and Black Friday, or maybe maybe it's not enough about things that are dead, and not enough things that wear black. Because guys. Today is a day that is special on this episode because we're going to talk about one of our favorite wrestlers mm -hmm. of all time, the 
wrestling event that happens around Thanksgiving every mm-hmm. year is Survivor Series. Actually, it used series. to happen on Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 for a long time. And and uh, it's always associated with the mm-hmm. with uh, um, uh, Thanksgiving yep. this time of year. Survivor mm-hmm. Series on yeah. WWE. Uh, great wrestling event. Uh, one of the Grand Slams because that's like it's the always, four. Originals. Yeah, and yeah. it's just always a cool concept. The yeah. old Survivor Series is always a, team a cool of five, concept. five mm-hmm. versus five, mm-hmm. and, and elimination style. Elimination. You know I mean? So the last man standing, pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, seen some great ones in our time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's a really cool event. I think they need to kind of get back to that. I watched a little bit of this year's. Did you mm-hmm. watch any of it? I, I saw just the tribute. Okay. I didn't see any of the okay. matches. And, and that tribute is is exactly in a sense what we're here to talk yeah. about, and and yeah. who we're here to talk about. We've done some wrestling episodes in our past. This might be mm-hmm. our first one this season. Yeah, um, it is on season two. Uh, but I think this might be the first one we're just talking about one individual. Exactly. Yeah. All the focus, and the yeah. reason why we're focusing on it is because a thirty-year career. Mm-hmm. We think. <laughs> well, it's thirty years for the WWE. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's had WWE. a much longer career. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But as yeah. the character itself. It's lasted 30 freaking years. 30 freaking years, yeah, man. Really? 30 years to be the phenom, yeah. the dead man, the undertaker, guys. Yep. We're here today to talk all about um, one of the most, if not the most iconic, actual, a character. I would say that. I would say uh, for sure. number one gimmick character for yeah. sure. If uh, you did a Mount Rushmore of gimmicks. Yeah, taker it, is it's there. absolutely yeah. there. Absolutely, there. He ranks up there with the the Hulk Hogan, real real American, with the Nature mm-hmm. Boy Ric Flair yes. character. Right. You know that right. kind of character for sure. I would say he's number one. Yeah, yeah on that definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, one of the cool things I remember, Double uh, A. I'm sure you remember this, but it's like when we would go, the Spurs would go play certain opposing teams. Mm-hmm. They played that theme. Yeah, they would. They play yes. his theme. Yeah, and we would actually be like, man, badass! Like yeah. that's awesome. Like uh-huh. we like getting that theme when we come yeah. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the fucking Spurs. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, an iconic theme music, an iconic entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, I mean, The Undertaker, as a guy that has done it all, yeah. and they had a really great he, – he first debuted in 1990, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. At, at Survivor yes, Series. Survivor Series 1990. And so at this year, at Survivor Series, was to be his send-off. They were, yeah, yeah. You know, it he, seems to be the real deal. He's um, going to retire, yeah. and, and the character's being retired, mm-hmm. and – and there will be no more Undertaker going no. forward. No. Um, you know, there's been kind of instances in the past where it looked like that was it yeah, for him. Yeah. Um, but this seems like the real deal. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they did a really nice tribute at Survivor Series. And it, it's weird to him. It's like, golly, you know, um, you, you know when it's time for them to retire, you know, but it's sad at the same time because you're like, golly, I'm never going to see Undertaker again. Right. You know, it's, right. uh, it's weird. It's like, uh, when some of these bands help, some of these bands are dying out. Like, I'm never going to see Rush again. I'm never going to yeah. see Van Halen again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to see Black Sabbath again, you know, because yeah. they retire. Yeah. You know, I'm never going to see Motorhead again because Lemmy Lemmy's passed gone. away. Yeah. You know, it's it's that kind of feeling like, uh, even though you know Undertaker probably should have retired like a few years ago. Right. You're still going to miss him. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. golly, you're not going to hear that music anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, you know, feel that mystique, that presence. Yeah. You know, WrestleMania, towards the end uh, of these last few ones, you're always just waiting to see who you was going to wrestle, mm-hmm. 
and how that match was going to yeah. turn out. You know, I think it even closed the show a couple of times. It did. It was it like did. the main yeah. event. Mm-hmm. That, the Taker mm-hmm. match was the he main event. in quite a few of the main yeah. events. Yeah. So I mean, how iconic is that to just be like your match, and it's not even for anything. It, you you are the match. Mm-hmm. It's the it's, it's Undertaker three. match. Man, right. It was like who can be Undertaker? Right. Right. Um, guys, we're definitely going to get into that and talk about that. Um, I'm wearing my sister's. Uh, Undertaker Great shirt. shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know where where it ends off, but it looks like Edge, the Edge one. Yeah, I believe this uh, is when he's 20, 20 maybe it's he's probably twenty and It might okay. say on the back. I don't know okay. if you can see. I'm gonna let you look at the back real quick. Uh, let me see. Does it say specifically? Uh, the streak. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 18. 18. Okay. 18. This one, he was 18. Yeah. 18, 18 and 0. And man, yeah. just the names on there are yeah. just impressive enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I, uh, I got her this because this is a cool thing mm-hmm. that I learned in preparation for this episode. That That's my sister's favorite wrestler. Awesome. I mean, like, awesome. She's not the hugest Untamable Amy. Untamable Amy. Who has been a guest on this show. Yes, on our Game of Thrones episode. And yeah, uh, yeah she just said, uh, you know, bro, by and far, because we were watching the, the uh, send off together mm-hmm. in the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And she said, "What? Like he's he's done?" And I said, "Yeah, that's what they're saying." Or whatever, and I can see know. that too. I mean, he's just a cool character. Who wouldn't want to be a fan of the Undertaker? Yeah, for sure. So. And you know what? He's a guy that I know none of us have ever said we don't like, mm, or that yeah. ever, ever yeah. like dissed on him, hated no. on him. And mm. that's it. We've gone up and down on different guys. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I'm like not. Uh, that's yeah. not, that came out weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we we've, we've been for certain guys and against certain guys yeah. that we yeah, love always. and then we love yeah. hate mm-hmm. but uh not taker man yeah. it just seems nope. like we've always been it's no. been all love yeah. all well received i don't know anyone that really hates them that's like nah, i can't garbage. garbage yeah i can't nobody nobody and it was so interesting because i um my my research for this my prep was i watched the uh austin interview the broken skull sessions mm-hmm. part two yeah. i watched it because it came okay, part right two. after okay i but, saw part one yeah I saw both. Uh, Parts okay. came on right after the Survivor Series, so I watched yes. it right after yeah, with right. Uh, Friday Night with of Mario. Huh? Yeah, yeah. The they're drink- Oh my gosh, <laughs> they were drinking a lot of Jack Daniels. Like, and that Broken Skull beer, and I'm like, shit. When me and you drink the Broken Skull <laughs> beer on this, we were like buzzed by the end. I'm yeah. like, they they do about five shots each, man. Nice. And then, you nice. know, him and Oscar are some big fuckers, but I'm just like. Yeah. Fuck five yeah. shots of Jack and yeah. beers, nice. and then later on, I love the video you put up. I hadn't seen that; that wasn't on there. Which but one? when they taste the taker's wine, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Austin's yeah. tweet is great. He's like, "Yeah, wine tasting after a, a fifth of Jack and and six beers." Yeah. I'm like, "Shit!" Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because now Undertaker has a wine. The Undertaker wine. Yeah, that's cool. Cabernet, that's cool. Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, so pretty yeah. Cool. Fifty my, bucks. My older brother wants to get it actually. Yeah, yeah. and there's a warrior one too. Yeah. I know he's a and big he, warrior. Well, that's the one he wants to get. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 combo up and I'll. I'll yeah. buy one and buy yeah. the other. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so, man, the guy's ending a, a career, yeah. you know what I mean? Going out, um, he's been talking more as, like, his regular persona. Yeah, yeah, uh, his, a lot more. Now Mark has, Calloway. He yeah. even has the cameos now that he's charging, like, $1,000 for. Right, And some right. of them look, like, really weird, like, what people want him to say. It's like, God, Yeah, I, mean, I saw he said all elite on yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> So for a thousand dollars, you can get Undertaker to do a cameo for you, which is cool. You yeah, know? more power to him. Guys, yeah. so if you want to donate to Just Another Friday Night and get uh, pay, help us pay, you yeah. know, Undertaker to hey, get we'll do cameos too. Yeah, we'll do it too. Yeah, <laughs> we're not charging you that much, guys. We're not charging a thousand dollars. I mean, like a five spot for me, a five spot for Double A yeah. here. You know what I mean? We'll take care of you. What time of birthday do you get? You know I mean? so, uh, but for sure, man. So yeah, so. Um, I'm having some thoughts. Okay. Taker's definitely in my top 10. That okay. was never a doubt. But but I've been having some thoughts about my Mount Rushmore, which we could easily both say is probably our top fours, right? And in mine, yeah. it was 
Austin, Hogan, Sean, Sean and Vince. And Vince. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like thinking so much, and especially after watching all all of the, uh, the another part of my research was I watched the last ride. Mm-hmm. It's the great five doc- part, great yeah, doc, yeah, amazing documentary. Five parts on WWE Network, about an hour uh, long each, yeah. and pretty much I think he says it takes him from 2017 to 2020. Okay, uh, leading up to uh, his well last match, yeah. um, you know, which is with AJ Styles, mm-hmm. the Boneyard match, of course, COVID, uh, so you know, didn't get to be in front of a crowd. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's very cool. I think he knew that this may be the getting really towards the end. He yeah, was, for sure. For sure. For sure. So he started to have them, the camera crew, follow him around, mm-hmm. which was the first time ever that that there was a look into the life of Mark Calloway, yeah. the Undertaker. Because, yeah, because he had always protected his gimmick. He right. was the one guy that never really did interviews for anything. Right. Um, so love that man. Yeah. I love that about him. Like I'm, not breaking you know, kayfabe. I'm, yeah, like, which is great. But you know. you know what? It's it's already so exposed. It's already so yeah. out there that yeah. I think he was just like, you know what? Let me just go out there, fucking yeah. And not? I'm glad. I'm glad he's commentating. I want to hear Undertaker's comments on certain things you for know? sure. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear all that. His stories. Another thing I watched on WWE Network after I finished, excuse me, the last ride was a uh, Tales from the Dead Man. And he pretty much just tells some road stories, which I know you love road stories of the guys. And mm-hmm. so it's just yeah. him him being drunk in a, in a hotel room with uh, the Godfather, putting his head <laughs> through the door of yeah. a hotel room. And, you know, he's like uh, hanging out with uh, um, drinking with uh, Cypress Hill. You know what I mean? And pretty much he was like, I wasn't going to drink that night, but they pretty much coaxed me into drinking. And I was like, well, if I'm going to drink with y'all, then I'm going to show, I'm going to, I'm not leaving until. I'm the last man standing. I'm putting everybody to bed. And he pretty much said he literally did that. He said it was him and X-Pac last, and X-Pac was asleep on his shoulder. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, I carried X-Pac out to his room, and that was it. They was like, and the next day he goes, I was hurting, but I had to act like, what's up, guys? Like, I'll do it all right. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, man, I never would have got to hear that story from his perspective, you know, had this not, you know, come to an end. Um, but, of course, like, you know, a huge – you know, sad moment, you know, for the wrestling uh, oh, world because, sure. gosh dang, I feel like I've watched, I've, sure. I've played as The Undertaker on games, and when he comes out, you're well, like, see, Look, we, we've been fans for about 30 years, too. Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit longer than me. Um, he's went through pretty much the rock and wrestling era. Mm-hmm. He's went through the new generation, the attitude, the ruthless aggression, right. the PG era, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call what it is now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's always been like that one constant, yeah, know, that you feel comfortable with for sure. You know, that you're just like, okay, cool, Undertaker's in this match, cool, yeah. I feel safe, absolutely. You, you know, maybe it'll make me a fan of this guy that he's going up against. Exactly. I, I'm not too sure about him, but you know what, Taker, let's see what he does against Taker, yeah, and, you know, that's yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, it's kind of like how you handle the moment of being with this iconic character, yeah, a big man. Who you know can move? Yeah. Who you know is like, um, oh man, definite man. ring general. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Man, you know the early matches of how he moves, mm-hmm. flying. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, getting real big air. Yeah, like I'm, I'm in rewatching some of the clips. I was like, holy shit, he's getting really over that top the rope. Ring? Yeah. yeah, over Crash, the top rope, crashing into ten men that were trying to kick his ass. <laughs> you know, uh, walking on the ropes. Never seen that before. No, I never seen walking. I don't think anybody does that. That's fucking wild. And yeah. doing it for thirty years of just walking constantly. And at what roads. size? Double eight? Six ten. Six ten. Six ten. This three, big motherfucker, three hundred pounds at uh, his peak. 
Fuck. With 320, 325 probably big at guy. most. Big fucking guy. You know, oh, golly. Imposing, uh, very imposing, intimidating. I mean, and again, guys, we can't say enough about the great character. Because, guys, nowadays, everybody's just their name. Their name. You know what I mean? Yes. I, 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 you know, like I said, you know, double A is double A and Adam Antum Adam because, and, and CM Chuck is CM Chuck. Because, you know, we, we could have just did this podcast under our names, but we're like, Oh, man, that's like boring. Yeah, where's the fun in that? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, we, we're here. We want to give you guys a show. Yeah, you know like, I mean? like so, like my name is kind of like model after Art Anderson, right? Know? Yeah, but even him, he it was the enforcer. The enforcer, double A. How Art fucking Anderson. cool is that? That's, yeah, that's the a cool sounding fucking yeah. name. You're right. the enforcer of this fucking badass group that's called the four horsemen right. and you're the enforcer right. you know and what a great look too right arm yeah. like a big yeah. like, like he's kind of like you're like like not not chiseled guy no, like not like no. a rick root but like a big burly a 6 3 240 250 pound guy like a man like yeah. a fucking man and you know, then, what I'm you saying? know cm punk you know uh, i mean oh, that's yeah. cool too i know? love the i the, the the talking yeah i mean i always say this to you i give you all the credit in the world for introducing me to him in roh yeah the matches with samoa joe watching them but man just a guy that had it in the ring and definitely had yeah. it on the mic. Yeah. I love a great talker, and Punk is a great yeah. talker, great storyteller. How about his match with Taker? Oh, I loved it. They didn't talk a I lot about it, it in, no, in they the didn't, last which ride. Is, well, they kind of figured. Yeah. Um, I he know said they, it was good, though. He goes, it was yeah. good? It was good. And it was good. Punk yeah. doing the tribute with the gray and purple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so fucking cool. Because yeah. that's what we always said. We wanted to see him come out one more time. Yeah. You know, with the gray gloves. We did want to say that. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I, I he never would have done it. I he never did. He kind of melded the American badass and the Taker character together. Right, that was like right. the last version of the Undertaker mm -hmm. that we got because he always wore those uh, MMA gloves. Yeah, the MMA gloves. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> the, the purest striker in <laughs> WWE. <laughs> uh, see him. Um, where was the first time you saw Taker? What What was kind of you remember seeing Taker first? You know what? I feel like I did see that first appearance, okay. I think, because... But where was it that you really started feeling like, hey, you know what? I like Taker. I'm backing Taker up. You know? Yeah, don't get me wrong. When I first saw him, I was like, this guy's a bad guy. Yeah. Oh, like, you're, yeah. you're like a bad guy. Because yeah, he was with Ted DiBiase's fucking right. group. Yeah, yeah. Like, and on. anyone's with Ted is a fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, I realize now, <laughs> I realize now as an adult, that I didn't like them, but that's how good they were doing their yeah, job. And yeah. now I love that I yeah. didn't like them mm -hmm. because they made a little boy yes. not yeah. – they were bad guys. And they were like bad guys. And this guy was a big, scary bad guy. Yeah, and he was, and he yeah. beat up Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he did. And I remember I, I, I love Hulk that? Hogan. Who did that in the first year? Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I'm a, he was a huge Hulk yeah. Hogan, Mark. So I, I've told my story before about yeah. how when Earthquake crushed him, I wrote to him. And yeah. So, so <laughs> to me, I was like – I don't like this guy. I don't <laughs> yeah. like this guy. Like, like this is a bad dude. Like, yeah. and to me, it was cool too. He didn't talk. And I remember too specifically his his kind of feud with Kamala. Oh yes, I was a Kamala yes, Kamala, guy, and yeah, I like yeah, Kamala. Yeah. And all and this, even how Kamala got scared. Right? Yes, that was like an iconic. <laughs> that was like an iconic. You know, Kamala's face. And and I remember being like, Kamala's not scared of nobody. Like, and it's like Kamala himself what? is uh six eight six nine. Almost 400 pounds, yeah. and he's fucking terrified of the yeah. taker. <laughs> and I remember thinking that the little uh, vignettes were so cool mm -hmm. in the in the in the where they're building up the uh, the uh, the grave. They're building up the the tombstone, the the coffins. Yeah. Uh, Paul Bear's there, you know what I mean? Doing all the talk. I thought he was creepy, like a creepy looking manager, <laughs> yeah. you know. So. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the whole story about, you know, with that too, it's like, is the ashes like that's mm -hmm. supposed to be like his, you mm -hmm. know? Like it's supposed to be Undertaker's, I guess, and because he's, de he's yeah, dead, yeah, he's, he's a dead, dead man. man. So this is like this undead, 
creature, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and Paul no, Bearer has his ashes, and Paul Bearer looks like he's dead too. Right. You know? Right. And no, who who has a fucking uh, story like that anymore? Yeah. There's no yeah, more there's stories. No there's no one. Like, you know, there's yeah. no there's no more like I mean, even like I mean, Boogeyman was kind of like a, a random one, but he had yeah. like kind of like that kind of gimmick. And, yeah. But there's no one else. I mean, like I even think about like the names, like the last one that had like, you know. That's not your name. Like I think about like Edge. Like Edge's name was, mm. you know, he was Edge or whatever. He didn't go by his regular name. You know? yeah, but after yeah. that, I mean, it just seems like everybody was just uh, their whoever, name. Their name. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, Finn, you got Finn now. I mean, that's not his name or whatever. Yeah. But it's still kind of like you could think that was his name. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not. But I mean, you know. Yeah. But I mean, it's like it's Seth Rollins. It's Sami Zayn. It's right. Kevin Owens. Yeah. It's Kenny Omega. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, it's. Okada, you know, yeah. it, you know, you're it, there's nothing special behind it, you know. It's not HBK, it's not right. Undertaker, right. it's not the game Triple right. H, it's not Stone Cold, Stone exactly. Cold, you know? exactly. It's not Mankind, Do Love, Cactus Jack, you know. And even then, and even if you do have a name, it's almost like you don't have that great story, you know, oh. like, you know from Death Valley, yeah. you know what I mean? Death Valley too. I'm like, holy you shit. Know, here, here, poor guy's got to be from California. He's from Texas, you know what I mean? But they make him fucking out of California. What about about you double a what's your first so, i really don't remember uh the 90s too much mm -hmm. it wasn't until my dad got me back into wrestling in 95 okay uh that's like when uh he was watching wcw mm -hmm. and i got to see hulk hogan slam on uh, the giant oh right big right. show yeah okay so i started watching wwf because he was like well you know there's wwf too mm -hmm. and it was him and it was when mankind mick foley mm -hmm. debut it was right after mania Okay. And he started attacking Undertaker. Like yeah, this I, is I, the, the I knew Undertaker already. Right. So this was a shock to actually see somebody else come and yeah. thoroughly dominate Undertaker. Yeah. Like he would come in after Undertaker's matches, beat him up, and then do the mandible claw on Taker. Right. And I do remember that. He was always beating up Undertaker. Yeah. That whole feud, that whole program. And I was like, what's this the is fuck? brown pants. Yes. Taker yes, with, the, with Mankind with the excuse me, So Taker the, still like yeah. has the gloves on. Yeah. He still has like his whole gimmick, you know, the the still the, the suit, the mm -hmm. the trench coat, the gloves, everything. Yeah. And you know, it's just so weird seeing because I knew under I knew Undertaker from mm -hmm. like the Yokozuna casting matches, you know, all that. But it was weird seeing like Mankind coming, this yeah. guy with his brown top, with his brown, before, and oh, he's just kinda... beating the shit out of Taker, yeah. and he's doing his elbow drop from the apron on Taker on the outside, yeah. And man, it was crazy. So that was kind of like the the feud that got me into Undertaker because I wanted to see him kick Mankind's ass, yeah. And when he didn't do it, like the first couple of times, I was like, holy shit, you know. And so, this is kind of around the time, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but is this like when they're going to get into like the boiler room yes, matches? Yes, right? that's what helped yeah. set up the boiler room, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know your your uh, your middle brother uh, Will is a huge fan of the brown yeah. suit man because yeah, that, that man kind of like pull out his hair, mm -hmm. sit in a rock. That's when Nick Foley was still like going like really crazy. Uh -huh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was before any of the Sako and the kind of everything, comedy bullshit. This that man kind of was a really great character. It was scary. He Very was scary. scary. I remember yeah. he scared me. And the mask. Because yeah. I was like, if I'm seeing this dude do this to the Undertaker, mm -hmm. that guy is fucking scary. Yeah. You know, yeah. this Mankind character, you know, and he was always winning. He was always being Undertaker. Right, right. And then what got me too was when Paul Bearer betrayed him. Yes. When he was like needing right. to like Paul Bearer to get more strength from the urn and then 
he hits him with the urn. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, he betrayed him. <laughs> and then you see Paul Bearer walking out with mankind. And it just made you love Undertaker more because right. you wanted to see him beat both of them up. And how, how cool is this, right? In a sense, they, they put in they're putting uh Taker in the face, the baby face yeah, role. Yeah. But but it doesn't change. Yeah. He's still his same demeanor, he same look, is. you yeah. know, same. Yeah. It's not like he's talking more, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, but now you're on his side because yes. like, that's the because great there was something even worse than he was, right? You know, this yes. deranged man, yeah, yeah. Golly. And yeah, he didn't, so. and he kind of didn't like him because he kind of didn't like look cool, you know what I mean? It was kind of yeah. like a fat guy, and then there's like dingy brown outfit. Yeah. You're like, man, you look yeah. lame, like, yeah. man, like, but, but getting in the piano music. Too, but see, like, he scared me too because I don't know if you remember that interview with Jr. Where it's like them two, they're just talking, and then all of a sudden he gets like really mad at Jr. and he like fucking sticks his yeah, mandible into yes, Jr. I and you're like, that. whoa, yeah, because you had never really seen wrestlers attack announcers, announcers. before, so it was like, holy shit, and right. he gets really mad in that interview. Hey, to his voice, yeah, yeah, he I did. remember yeah, that. And I was yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> so he scared me because I was like about like a, I was a nine year old boy, so seeing yeah. some wrestler like that. I was like, well, shit, the only person that can beat this guy would have to be someone like the Undertaker. Exactly, you know? right? You know what I mean? You're yeah. like, man, come on, Taker. You know come what I mean? on, so Taker. I, I definitely can probably think that might be the time as well for me when yeah. I started to get on the side of, like, Taker as, like, the face and yeah. realize what, a, yeah. you know, a badass yeah. that he was. Yeah. Even though he's going through this kind of, like, you, you, you know, you you still have a sense of, like, where it's going to culminate. Well, see, I didn't you. know, though, at that time. Right. Because, right. like, for the first, like, two matches – Mankind won. Yeah. And it was so weird that you weren't seeing Undertaker winning. It was right. like, this guy is thoroughly dominating the Undertaker, yeah. you know? But eventually, yeah, he does, you know, he does come and then he starts, you know, going off everywhere. But that's like kind of like where I became like a big Undertaker fan. Awesome. That was a feud that really made me a Taker fan was his feud with Mankind with Very Mick cool. Foley. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, that's an excellent, excellent starting yeah. point, I think, to get yeah. uh, on And then that's when I went back. That's when I went back mm -hmm. and saw like his his feud with Yokozuna, which yes. was a great feud, the oh, casket yeah. match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember that as well. Yeah, that yeah, that first that. time, man, where Yoko had all those guys coming. Yeah, and and like I was like, man, really, you need like all these guys? It was like <laughs> ten guys beating up on Undertaker, you know, and and yeah. he he beat him in that casket. And he's match. kind of in the babyface role in that feud as well. Yes, he is. Yes, because Yoko was the Yoko was the main guy. bad guy. Yeah. And, I remember uh, liking that as well too, and the oversized casket. Yeah, and he yeah. actually kind of rolls yeah. him in there. Yeah, and then they burn him. I don't know if you remember that too, but they yes, burn the that's casket. That's right. That's yeah. right. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah for and sure. And then they show, you know, where he he's on the telescreen. Somehow, uh -huh. you know, they're inside the coffin, and he wakes <laughs> up. You know, and you're like, okay, he's he's still alive. Very you know? cool, man. Yeah, Very and, cool. And then he bought out Chuck Norris to help him on the second match. You know, that I don't remember. Yeah, I, he wanted Chuck Norris. So network. Chuck Norris was kind of like his enforcer. And <laughs> you see still all the dickhead wrestlers still trying to come into the to the ring <laughs> to help Yokozuna. Chuck Norris is kicking all their asses. Dude, uh, that's badass. Yeah. Is that a mania? Uh, no, that was uh, one of the mate, one of the pay-per-views. Okay, he never fought Yoko at a, at a mania. No. Yeah. And this is like now we're the time we're talking about right here is like before the street. That's like about 94, 95 okay. when no one really even mentioned it. I think it was just like a mistake that someone was like, hey, Undertaker has won all these matches. At like I don't remember the street yeah. being featured in until what, maybe uh it wasn't 14, maybe like 20, maybe WrestleMania 20. And he'd already won at that point like 12, I think. Yeah, Because he saying. says it too. I, I watched, like I said, the last Red documentary. He talks about that. He goes, it was kind of when we first make first acknowledgement yeah. to it. Yeah, because he, I don't remember yeah. any any talk of the streak like at 
14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. I don't remember hearing the streak at all. Me 17. Neither. Yeah. I, I don't remember until maybe 19 or 20, WrestleMania 19 or 20, right. that that's when he started like, hey, Undertaker's kind of, like undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> at Mania. Yeah. Which know? is very fucking cool and very fitting. Like, yeah. kind of like, it, it's kind of better that way to me that, that it happened without them planning it. I think so. Because it was an organic yeah. thing that yeah. you're like, oh, I can imagine like, oh, Taker's going to go over. Yeah, so Taker's gonna go over. Again. Yeah, then, yeah. Taker, then they're like, before we know it, we're like, Taker's gone over in every mania. Yeah, because if you look at the matches, they weren't like really anyone big. Like the first one he ever did was WrestleMania Seven, I believe. That was against Snuka. Then it was like against like Jake the Snake when he was on his way out. Then two, it was two names. Yeah, uh, you know, names, yeah. names. But like kind of like on their way out already. Right, right. right. Uh, then it was like um, Giant Gonzalez. Okay. Nah, you okay. know, Giant Gonzalez. Boy. Yeah. You know, then it was like, uh, you know, you had like Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. but he was on his way out. Kevin okay. Nash was on his way out. Uh, then you had like uh, Cycle Sid, you yeah. know, that, that's where he won his title. Okay. 14 was Kane when he was getting nice. his revenge on Kane. Yeah. You know, 15, 16, it was like against like Boss Man or like Big Show. Okay. I know one time he had Big Show and A Train at oh, one time. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think it was like a really just like, Hey man, you know they weren't like big big names, but you know, and it was like either they were leaving, yeah. or they're on their way out. And I think it's just like, hey man, this guy has over like ten wins on Mania. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we should probably sweet, start though. talking about yeah. this. It's still pretty sweet booking, I think. Oh, man, for man. sure, but for sure. Yeah. yeah, it makes me wonder though. You know, that did Vince maybe? You know, he's, the guy's uh, not the guy's like a master. Know. You know what I mean? So yeah. Maybe he always like, yeah, I'm gonna have. I mean, he's saying who's gonna go over at the end of the for sure. You know, but I mean, maybe you just don't realize that you're like. Right. Hey, we're always booking Taker to win Mania. <laughs> yeah, know? no kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then it does become a thing. And yeah. then it's like, wow, now it's something extra cool to look forward to at Mania. And it did. It really did. Once they started Definitely. really announce it, and then you start throwing all these hard opponents at it. Mm-hmm. That's where you're like, mm-hmm. holy shit. You start umping the ante. Like, you start throwing Shawn Michaels at him. You start throwing yeah. CM Punk at him. You yeah. start throwing Triple H at him. You're Batista Edge. Brock Lesnar. When they were hot, you mm-hmm. know, Brock, and you're like, yeah. Ooh, who's gonna be the guy to fucking beat him? Who's gonna be that one guy exactly you know, to beat exactly. him? Exactly. And I think that's really what drove Mania towards like the twenties in the twenties. Oh, I think for that's sure. what really for sure. And I, I think it sparked a lot of interest with the fans too. Yeah. We're like, you know, okay, now we very you know, not only we're looking forward to this as well as title matches mm-hmm. or the end of other storylines, but this is like it's now you have thing. the specialty match. Absolutely. It's its own thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, and we're gonna get way more in to the grave with the undertaker (laughs) right after this quick two skips when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply and we're rising out out of the grave now <laughs> coming back guys to just another friday night uh talking all things the undertaker yeah. 30 years double a as as, as taker wow. with the purple makeup in the corner of the eyes at first looking i mean pale it, and... it's such a big accomplishment when anyone does 30 years for sure it's whatever company one company yeah you know, it's a big accomplishment so yeah, yeah. 30 years for one wrestling Mm-hmm. company that's loyalty and, and while he went through some 
different incarnations of the undertaker it was still always the undertaker but you know he almost had to in order to yeah. compete like in the attitude era mm -hmm. he needed to change into like the american badass yeah. in order to combat snow go rock oh yeah because those sure. guys are so fucking witty yeah. oh, and could kill you on a promo oh yeah, yeah. Big time. he couldn't talk like Big the undertaker time. you know no no definitely <laughs> not and it almost feels as though he was like a remnant of the past mm -hmm. when you're in so that old gimmick yeah. you've got this whole attitude yeah. era going on but how did you feel about it i thought it was very seamless i was, was i cool. was always fine with all his uh incarnations mm -hmm. my brother did not like the american badass he thought Your it was stupid brother. yeah my yeah, oldest okay. brother he thought it was mm -hmm. stupid you know with the kid rock or limp biscuit i think it was yeah. Limp biscuit yeah and <laughs> yeah. It was like, but he had both i think at one time there was like there was a kid rock right there was a kid okay rock, yeah. i thought so too okay and uh because that, that was the song the um uh, that's the right that's right badass. that's right that's right yes 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 but i think the limp yes. biscuit came in when uh the rolling the, song, the rolling. Was it the rolling, rolling. ruthless aggression area? Maybe. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he would okay. come out to the. He might have come out to them doing something with the bike. And yeah. All stuff. Yeah. So I it was cool. It's like no, some no, biker. I, I thought big, it was fine. You yeah. Know? I thought it was fine. He needed to change it up. You can't play this guy that you did like in 1990. You right. can't keep playing him like that. You right. Know? It's just it's not. But, but he was still like it was like he it still was kept the Undertaker. The yes. The same the kind of like moves mm -hmm. and still kind of mm -hmm. like. A man, a few words, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you I was always fine him. with it. Uh, see him. I I just wanted to see Taker in action. Yeah, this was yeah. still Undertaker. I still wanted to see him. It's like you said, he's doing the same moves. Mm -hmm. You know, he's still walking on the ropes. He's still flying. Yeah. You know, he's still, you know, doing the the hands when he he gets on the steps and he raises his hands. Right. And the lights turn on. You're like, Ooh, yeah, nice. And it was even like Dead Man Inc. So it yeah. was still Dead like, Man Inc. Yeah, it was still like you know, yeah. like it was like if he came alive, right? Right. <laughs> if he right. was alive. <laughs> He got a publicist but uh yeah so i thought it was still like i was like oh, it's just a pretty cool my not my favorite incarnation obviously but i mean you no know, but you know what his, his view at that time with like rock with her angle with brock lesnar with big show even there during that period it was great yeah it was super cool because he fought like the super jack brock like that yeah, he did t trunk wearing yeah. i remember that brock being like it's super fucking. You're talking crazy. about 02, 03? Might have been around that time. Okay, that's yeah. when like, yeah, when he was actually wrestler rock. Right. I mean Brock. Yeah. Oh, you know, when he actually could move. Yeah. Yeah. You know, big the time. NCAA champion. Yes. You know? yeah. Yes. And he looked fucking huge. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, awesome. Awesome. They had way better matches, I think, in that period than they did back yeah. you know, in 2016, 2017. Then in the uh, Yeah, because Brock can actually go. You know, oh, Brock yeah. can at go. Yeah. He's not this guy who just does suplexes oh, no, one yeah. time. And he, yeah, he, he bumps wrestle. good too. Yeah. And uh, he could. Yeah. I think when he's working with the right person, it's gonna be Well, he was all that time, you know, with Angle, with Guerrero, oh, yeah. with Taker, mm -hmm. all that time period, you know, and he was Those really guys. good. He was moving. Uh, I don't know sure. why he just limited himself. As he got older, but you know, I mean, those matches with Taker were great. That's I think helped establish Brock. Yeah, actually, was the matches Definitely. with Taker. Yeah, you know, that made him like a main event guy. Like they're like, okay, we can see Brock can go against Taker. Right. You know. Okay. Cool. Right. You know. And again, there you you have they they so many times in the in the documentary, um, the last ride, they call him the measuring stick, mm -hmm. and it really sure is. It's like you know, you need. I mean, like that. That in itself is such a an accomplishment and such a uh, an honor to be mm -hmm. called that. That means that anyone up against comes up, they need to be uh, up against you to decide to determine what your worth is. You know what I mean? It, it, you know what? You and know? it's cool too. And it's also too like he's always kind of like the guy who does the gimmick matches mm -hmm. to see if they work. Right. He's the first guy with the casket. He's the first guy with the burial lock. He's the first guy with hell in the cell. 
He's the first guy with that Punjabi, you know, yeah. cage yeah, yeah, yeah. match. Yeah. You know, he's always that guy that you go to for like a gimmick match, at the Boneyard match. The Boneyard you match. You remember Triple H was like, okay, cool, Boneyard match. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think they said AJ was supposed to say like a very live or something, but right. he, he said boneyard or something, Jeez. you know, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, uh, what the hell is a boneyard? Right. Like, Triple H is like, what's that? You know, yeah. but Undertaker is always that guy that you can try that way to see if, Hey man, if this gimmick works with Taker, then we can make it work. I mean, obviously now Hell in the Cell, Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a whole pay-per-view that's just centered on Hell in the Cell. Right. And that's because Undertaker was in it in the first one, the second one, you know, the third one. What? How many yeah. other matches he was? The Buried Alive matches? I mean, that's all him. And the first Hell in the Cell is not the Mankind one, the very No, famous. it's Shawn Michaels, that's which right. was great. That's right. It was yeah. always uh, great as the best Hell in the Cell match. Mm-hmm. It's always that one still, yeah. the Shawn Michaels one. And I know that they talk about, too, how – Taker always uh, had these really great matches with, in a sense, like smaller guys. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I, I think that that they talk about how he knew how to kind of work to that, and and it it worked. He's throwing Sean around. He's playing the big man, and he is the bigger that's guy. A, that's the thing know? too. It's like his matches with Sean, his matches with Brett mm-hmm. are always great. Uh, you know, go back and see those matches with those two guys. Those yeah. are fucking insane. You know. Um, his matches with Mick, because Mick, he's a big guy, but oh, he's yeah. like 6'4". Oh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. Compared to, like, Silt Taker, he's like 6'10". Yeah, you know? for sure. No, yeah. it makes a difference, yeah. Well, when we met him, we met Foley, and I remember yeah. being like, Jesus Christ, you look like a fucking big guy. You know big, what I mean? Yeah. Like, big. You know, it makes me think, when if I would have met a bigger guy like the picture, I'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. Man, well, our, you know, our picture with Nash, is, yes. he towers over both Huge. of us. Huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's so yeah. funny, when I was having to crop that picture for us it's like i couldn't get like it's just like my chin up and, and but um yeah man definitely cool but yeah i mean it tells you volumes though when you can't work uh with everyone's sizes mm-hmm. you know because there's a lot of guys that you can't right uh there's six foot guys six foot four guys that really can't work with seven footers there's yeah. seven footers that can't work with certain i, I six see foot guys. i see sometimes two small guys don't have a good match they don't and i'm like yeah. eh, it's the dynamic is kind of weird it's off yeah. just depending on the guys yeah now mind you there's some guys that doesn't matter you know what i mean yeah. but but uh i think taker is definitely one of those guys yeah. that is in that special class where it's like anybody yeah like a sean you know yeah like i mean anybody yeah. to work with uh, i mean because like if you Look in the beginning, he's working with Undertaker. I mean, he's working with Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's right. cool. He's working with the Ultimate Warrior, even someone as frantic as the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. He's still working with him. I think that got voted like Feud of the Year. Oh, nice. And like the Pro Illustrated, I uh-huh. think that got voted uh, Feud of the Year. Uh, then you got him going against like a Yokozuna and a Mabel, two really big guys. Big, big guys. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then you got him going like against Kevin Nash, and you're just like, ooh, okay, a uh, tall muscular right. guy you know right. so he's and cycle sid mm-hmm. you know going up against a cycle sid character Definitely. you know it's like golly this guy can go the range of big people. tall you know short yeah. fat you know <laughs> did he fight macho man yeah i think he i think he did, he did. did i want to say he did yeah nice nice i mean again for me you know you know me i'm a huge fan of like characters mm-hmm. and like stories mm-hmm. And Taker always had that in droves. Oh, yeah. There was always like something going on from his brother Kane, who was burned. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
He's alive. Yeah. Your brother came to love. All of that, you know what I mean? To um, I think I was telling you off air just how I watched earlier. You know, I'll just be scrolling through Facebook and I'll come across wrestling videos and they'll usually be promos or something. Mm -hmm. But it was a big 18-minute video. I don't know if it was from WWE, but it was pretty much all about, you know, he's already the American badass and somebody called his wife and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, they said that she was in a car accident. And I'm like, geez, that's kind of like dark, you know what I mean? But yeah, that was the whole thing. And that he was like, I know it was that son of a bitch, Austin. And, and Austin's like, you know, in this time of a heel. He's a heel, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, no, I didn't do it. It was Triple H, yeah. you know what I mean? And he's yeah. blaming Triple H. And I was just like, damn, this is good drama here. It is. But it's all because like backstage, showing, you know? It's showing, like you said, it's showing Triple H and Austin where they're like, they really don't want to fuck with Taker. Right. You know, they have that look like, whoa, 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 whoa. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. You know, like, yeah. even though they've already wrestled, it's like, whoa, I, you know, I don't want to get into right. a, you know, a fight with you right now, you know? Yeah, because <laughs> so that's he, pretty cool. He says to you, he's like, someone's going to pay for, like, involving my wife. And he goes to Regal, and he's like, you're going to give me a match with Triple H tonight. You're going to make it no holds barred. <laughs> and Triple H is all like, oh. I definitely don't want that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, just that man is like so good. And I just remember him being in that attitude era that we all love mm -hmm, so much mm -hmm. him being one of those top guys. It's Austin. It's rock. I it's told you Taker King. for me is he was like the number four guy. Yeah. It was always like Austin and rock always had Mick to mm -hmm. kind of be that first guy, but right. then it was always, he would graduate to Taker. Yeah. You know, and Taker would take over the program once they saw that, you know, Rocket and Austin can take on someone like Mick. Okay, let's see you now go against someone like the Undertaker. Yeah, you know. And so, I feel like the belt was kind of always circulating amongst those it was, that group it of was. guys. Yeah, it sure was. And they were so awesome. One of the things, Double A, I want to talk about a little bit though is one of the things I watched in the Last Ride documentary, and you just talk about it so so much. And it's even like even without me seeing it, I knew this because I'd heard it in so many podcasts and so many everything. But what? A leader, a locker room oh, leader, yeah. the Undertaker was yeah. the most respected guy yeah. there. And you almost he says fucking goes. You almost you know have I mean? to at that time. Oh three, Rock is gone pretty mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Austin's retired. Mm -hmm. You know, Angle, he's fucked up. He's at that stage where he's popping 20 pills, he said. Yeah. You know, yeah. Triple H is probably there too, but he's you know, somewhere else. Right. Taker, yeah, you would have to imagine that a guy who's wrestled from Dusty Rhodes all the way up to that point to uh, a Brock Lesnar, that, yeah, you're going to say he's the guy to go to. He's the one that's been through all these eras and has actually lasted. Yeah. You know, still there. Yeah, I would say his, his locker room leader role is you want his opinion. You Definitely. want his opinion on Definitely. matches. Uh, you know, you, you, <laughs> You want him to, you know, critique your matches. You know, if you, if there's a wrestler acting up, you want Taker to be the one to admonish him. You know, yeah, I would say so. You know, absolutely. And, and what a role, right? Double uh, A for like you get these guys massive egos. Uh, I mean, some of the best in the yeah. business. Your Triple yeah. H's, your Shawn Michaels. Yeah. But it's like, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, what he says goes. Mm -hmm. We're trusting him. They talk about wrestler's court, right? The you wrestler's know, court. This yeah. would be, guys, mm -hmm. if there was a dispute amongst mm -hmm. guys, and they said mainly it was for fun. Mainly it was like, you know, um, you know, somebody didn't pay their part of the hotel room, whatever, and they felt like there was a, a case. Mm -hmm. You could get yourself an attorney, which would be another wrestler. So they said JBL a lot of times was, <laughs> was uh, representing guys. They said, but at the, at the end of the day, there was only one guy that was the judge, and that was Undertaker. Undertaker. And, I mean, that's pretty cool because here, it's cool. like you get, yeah. you're getting everybody to give you this respect. And ultimately, yeah. he would make, 
you know, a judgment or a ruling mm -hmm. and pass down the sentence, which would be like, okay, you got to pay for this yeah. guy's room for three nights or whatever. Um, the Godfather talks about it quite a bit. Um, they talk about reference to wrestling <laughs> court. And he says, when they talk to him about it, you know, he's very humble. He said, hey, it's not a role I ever looked for. Yeah. I never wanted to be yeah. the one that wasn't saying it has to be me. He's like, mm -hmm. they just came to me and then that's how it became. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So he's like, sometimes you need a guy like that that kind of just keeps other guys in check. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and you know, I've been in that kind of role too. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been a supervisor like at, you know, Walmart and everywhere. And you've been in that role yeah. plenty of times yourself. For you sure. know, you are the center of your group a lot of times. So yeah, we yeah. know how hard it can be. Oh yeah. You know, definitely. Sucks, yeah. You know? yeah. You don't want to be the heavy, but you, you like also, everyone, you know? Yeah. I mean, this, yeah. these are your boys that, right. you know, they're going everywhere with right. you, you know, it was so cool too to hear kind of that you know what i mean he talks about um what he loved you know is like the camaraderie you know what i mean like yeah. it's like you know yeah. like like when i hear wrestlers talk on podcasts and things like that double it reminds you how when i talk to military guys mm -hmm. and they just talk about like the brotherhood yeah. and the friendship yeah. and like the the the, the ribbing the laughing mm -hmm. the joking yeah. like all that and it reminds me of like how we all are mm -hmm. like as cousins and yeah. friends it's like you know there's a uh I mean, I think in our group chat there's like ten of us or yeah. eight of mm -hmm. us. Yeah, I know. I know in our in our uh, our pickums league it's eight, and I know there's a couple of guys that don't play. But yeah, I mean that's how it is. We've been friends for so many mm -hmm. so long and so many years, and there's just you know it's kind of funny. We need we need a a, a judge, a judge, because yeah. everyone in our group yeah. is the the locker room leader. Oh, everyone everyone's the yeah. boss. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's awesome to when you say hey this well, it's not just that too Sam, but like yeah you got like <laughs> half are the bosses but then the other half are lost yeah <laughs> where they need that direction you know and you're like son of a bitch you know so i mean i can imagine that the responsibility but also too i imagine it probably was a lot of hell yeah, a lot yeah. of fucking fun yeah. for him, man yeah and um you know a huge part of the documentary is is about kind of leading up to culminating to his final match, mm -hmm. you know, with AJ and, and pretty much about, you know, the condition of his body mm -hmm. and things like that. And, and, and just really the time to walk away, you know, and uh, it's hard. It's, it was hard for me to watch it and see him talk about that. Cause you could tell he just loved the business. And, you yeah. know, it's like, it's like, you know, in, in a way your body betrays you. It's like, at that point, it's like you, your mind and heart are still there. And he says that several times and, mm -hmm. and people agree with him. When you hear Batista talking, he's like, I love him. And he's like, I, I want him to have his moment, but I don't want him to go too long because I don't want him to be mm -hmm. hurt. And they show that clip with him and Goldberg yeah. and his fucking neck. And you see those fans jump out of their seats. And you've seen me, mm -hmm. we've watched matches together. You've seen me jump out of my seat yeah. and start going, oh fuck, oh fuck, yeah. oh fuck. Because mm -hmm. my heart is really concerned about the guy because I know that that looked bad mm -hmm. and that he's fucking mm -hmm. hurt. Or he could be hurt. Yeah. And we we've known other wrestlers that got paralyzed, mm -hmm. don't fucking work no more. You know what I mean? And it's like you don't want that for that guy because yeah. you love him and he's yeah. like one of your fucking heroes and he's amazing. You know what I mean? You know, you got the pictures up. I'm looking at him, man. I mean, um, he's just fucking really rad, you know what I mean? He is, he's yeah, really he's rad. a cool character and and he says too that you know he probably would have put it away a while back, but then he just kept having bad match to him. He kept having bad yeah. match after bad match after yeah. bad match, and he was like, "God, Lee, I can't, I can't go out this way. Right. I can't go out with that fucking Goldberg match. I can't go out that way with me and Kane versus Sean and Triple H. Gosh, I can't go out that way. Yeah. I need to have a really good match that I can say I'm happy with. I can go home with. And but he was very hesitant though because yeah. he was like, "Well, it was shit, you know. I, it's like you said." brain's there but the body really can't right. so he's got to pick the right opponent 
that's also really popular that can keep him safe. You know, absolutely. So he needed someone that he can trust. And the name that kept popping up to him over and over and over that said would treat you like a baby would be AJ Styles. Yeah. And then they go to that cool part where AJ, you know, finds out he's retiring. And AJ's like, no, 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 no. You can't retire. You can't retire. And he says he calls Taker. He's like, (laughs) you got to have a match with me. You got to have a match with me. I'll be safe with you. I'll take care of you. We'll have a badass match. Yeah. You know, just please let me have one match with you. And that's like a dream for a lot of guys is to have a WrestleMania moment, but to have that moment with the Undertaker, the ultimate WrestleMania figure. You want to, if there's one guy you want to go at Mania with, it's Undertaker. Yeah. Who cares about the main event? You know, who cares about the belt? You want to have that match, that WrestleMania match with Taker. Exactly. You know, that's what it became towards the end. It's so funny how it it is held in regard over the title. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, no, man, this is more important. And it's so funny to me. Like, I I love AJ Styles so much, Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. Number one, he seems like a really genuine Mm -hmm. guy. Like, I just get read like good energy off of him yeah. you you've met him personally yeah your yeah. story made me feel that way more so too mm-hmm. when i tried to meet him and i got just the way he kind of you know addressed the crowd really quickly you know what i mean like you know his waving and things like that i just get that when i hear him talking in interviews i'm always just like i just feel like aj is a really good guy that really just like loves the business mm-hmm. i don't hear any bad stories about him that he's like, does whatever it's like a gamer you know and all that yeah. and so I I can imagine his first day at WWE that was probably in his mind. Yeah, it's like I yeah. gotta I, get. I this. gotta have that match with Taker. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And he's probably been he probably had been trying for it, <laughs> yeah. and it was like you know it's just got to yeah. be the right time. Yeah. You know? And what I liked it was kind of cool that I heard that uh, in the thing Michelle McCool says that uh, their kids went to school with his with that's AJ's right something, kids like, or something that. like that. Yes, yes, the same yes. daycare yeah. or some shit. Like she knew AJ's wife. Yeah, right. She knew yeah, AJ's so they had like a yeah. connection. Yeah. Yeah, and that and she even says to you that when he starts doing a promo about like I think he mentioned Michelle. Yeah, and she even gets mad at AJ. Right. You know? Yeah. She was like, "Man, he went really. I know he's gonna go there." Yeah. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, man, there's then they compare him to Sean so much, and mm-hmm. I mean, and so it's like, and you know, we've talked before about our favorite matches, and my favorite match includes, you know, one of my my number three guy, my Mount Rushmore, which is Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other guy is the Undertaker because my favorite match of all time is WrestleMania. Yeah, 25 I gotta say, first. I gotta say that's the greatest WrestleMania match I've ever seen. Yeah, I gotta say that bar none, that's the greatest match I've ever seen. Twenty five, the first one. Yeah, the first one. Twenty six was really good too. Really great, but that, really great. I don't know. Seeing the magic between those two at twenty five, and it's weird because I had seen him wrestle in ninety seven. Yeah. You know, Probably when they were younger and that, yeah, you know they I mean? were younger and they held the cell in the bad blood and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was I don't know, there's something different. Like we kind kind of got a taste of it in 07. Do you remember going to Royal yes. Rumble? Yes, I when do they were the that. last two, they were both yeah. down. Remember? That and then you see cool. Sean do the nip up, and yep. then you see Taker doing like here yes. he rises up. Yeah, and for ten minutes we got like probably the most exciting Royal Rumble I've ever seen. Yeah. Where it was just one on one, these two veterans in San Antonio, Texas. And I remember thinking Sean was going to go over yeah, because I of that. So too. And I was like, yeah. oh, Sean's going to go but over. But man, what a great mess he had, right? Yeah. And I bet it wasn't too long after that. They were like, okay, let's do that. And so yes. the buildup was great. Yeah. You know, Sean coming down with the white uniform. It was heaven and hell. Yeah. That was the whole thing. Oh, my know? God. That, that match they executed was so beautiful. Man. And they put out all the stops on that match. Like you said, it had the story. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Sean coming you out have the history. Like Taker, but in yeah. white. You know what so, I mean? Yeah. So you have that old history. Then you get this new buildup. Mm-hmm. And then you get the match. And right. it's just like, God, we. And, and, and it 
how often are you doing all that and it pays off in yeah. the in the ring in yeah. the in-ring payoff yeah. is as good as everything yes. before even yeah. what we saw at the world rumble yeah. here like we fucking, yeah. we saw that Shit, what was the result of that taker won that rumble and then what went on to he went to, to face I think who at Batista, Batista, oh okay say, him okay. edge okay <clears throat> yeah yeah and it was so what was so funny is that we don't like even we were saying why that wasn't the, the main event at mania because right. i think after that it was like triple h, h and uh, jericho i think it's orton, orton. Think. okay and triple h says he goes we saw that and we were like we are so yeah, fucked. the crowd was dead i remember seeing that oh yeah the crowd was dead you you blew your energy yeah. load yeah. because you're like i'm yeah. we were exhausted in the living room we were, we were like yeah. i remember i was like i kept jumping up yeah. and down and i was like oh my god yeah. oh oh my god all the false yeah. i feel like that was like my first real taste of false finishes it felt like it in for that me way too. it and felt you know like what? that and yeah. you didn't know who you wanted to win it, yes. it was like i was conflicted I, because yeah. i i love sean sean's my number one guy yeah. there's a guy that if you put me on a desert island and you said you can only have one guy's matches it would be sean michaels that's a you know so very awesome statement so sean's always been my go-to wrestler guy like mm -hmm. if i if i was training wrestlers i would always put on his matches yeah so i love that but then i love taker and it's the wrestlemania streak yeah you're just like oh right. you know i i want to see the mania streak keep going but yeah golly i love sean and yeah. it'd be cool if he did it but then it's not cool because... exactly i i think i feel exactly <laughs> yeah. the same way because i'm like well if it's gonna get broken it'd be badass if sean broke it then as the match is happening you don't even really realize you're seeing like one of the greatest matches you've ever seen, yeah. but you are because your energy, like the, the oh ebb and God. the flow, we is like a fucking so, roller coaster. Yeah, we were and, and, into it so much. I love Sean too, and I'm like yeah. a San Antonio guy, yeah. and then but I mean I love Taker because it's like the, this yeah. this icon, yeah. and it's like Mr. WrestleMania versus mm -hmm. you know the Dead Man. It just I felt the same way. I hadn't think I felt that way maybe since like Warrior and Hogan. Damn. So Damn. that feeling of like it's two good guys uh, fighting. It's like two guys I like. It's fucking like if Optimus Prime fight He Man or whatever. I'm like, who the fuck do you root oh my for? Gosh, yeah. And you then know? all the near finishes. Once yeah, I mean when Sean did the the super kick, you're like, yeah. oh shit, you know that's it. And it's he over. Gets it so yeah, perfect and yeah. clean. Nothing looked botched. No. everything no. looked like no. set in. The timing yeah. was excellent and then you see taker doing the first two still mm -hmm. and you're like oh shit, mm -hmm. that's it it's over and then sean breaks out and you're like oh exactly crap. and then he does the last right on sean yes and then he does like another two still and yes like, and i think sean does like two super kids yeah you're like oh and they look great and taker sells that they're yeah. both selling sean taker has that face remember when yeah. he kicked out where yeah where undertaker's like what the fuck? yeah like, he has that look like yeah what the hell am i gonna do that also too is like whoa that's a little bit of like mm -hmm. the undertaker is feeling like yeah. what the one kicks out of my yeah. shit you know what i mean yeah. sean does the backflip yeah. i think he does the back yes he does one, he does yes. under the table yes. oh my gosh yeah. i was like this is yeah. unbelievable yeah. like i just was so blown away like yeah. i mean i could not it was so good. I, I don't really remember the rest of the mania because I felt yeah. like exhausted here. afterwards. Here, right. I think we were all spent. We were yeah. like, man, and you just didn't know. You didn't know that that had to match of the year that year, right? It was. Yeah. Yes, it I was. was like, yeah. And uh, it was funny because, like, it was so good that they made that the main event of mm -hmm. 26. That right. was the main event. That because was the they're like, they're like, there's no one that's going to be over that match. Yeah. I'm sorry. We, yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. No one's going <laughs> to blow away those two. And then they delivered again. Yeah. That match was great too, and then that turned out to be Sean's final match for like a that's good right. number of years. Streak versus yeah. career, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, for many years, and Sean did honor that. And what a great way they say it in the documentary that 
Sean kind of got the Elway ending, mm-hmm. getting to go out with the, the Super Bowl cool. win and, and yeah. walk away. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. how, how better could it be? And, you know, I know that we really weren't fans of the two Triple H matches that followed mm-hmm. uh, with Taker, but I will say this. To hear him tell it and how he tells it as – is it was in a in a way like a four parter, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's in the first one or the second. When is Sean the ref? In the second one or the first one? The Hell in the Cell. I want to say that was the first one. Is it the first? I want one? to say. Okay. I okay. could be wrong though. I could. But be but either way, I know. You that- know what? It was the second one because it was. Th- that's when they were saying it was the end of an era. That's right. That's what that's he kept right. saying. It, those two. And Triple H even has that picture. Do you know that? Yeah, he actually yeah. has that framed up, and it's in his office. Yeah. Of that shot of them three. Yeah, and it's I love that office. moment. <clears throat> that shit make me want to cry. Yeah. Way. I mean, <clears throat> and you know what? Taker also says in the last ride, he has it framed also oh, over his okay. gym. He goes, when I okay. walk into my gym, that's the picture I look up nice. and see. Nice. And I'm like, wow. And that's it. He had so much differences with Sean. He said in the bad. beginning. Real bad. And yeah. he wasn't one of the clique. He had his no. own crew. No. no, no. Explain to me a little bit. You tell me about a little bit about Taker's crew, BSK, BSK. the Bone Street crew, which yeah. is him, Savio Vega, Godfather, Godfather the Godwins, uh, the Godwins Yoko. uh, Yokozuna. Yeah. You know, I love about it too. It was so diverse. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That, that's a part that really struck me. Yeah. And I mean, even uh, uh, Brian Lee, I don't know if you remember one of the DOA, the Disciples of Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was uh, Adam Mom. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was uh, the one of them was uh, Fake Undertaker too. Oh, really? I was also his boy too. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. I know he shows a couple of those pictures that were like, those pictures had never been like really mm-hmm. revealed to no. us until. Um, you know, more recently than they start letting that stuff out. It's like yeah, them yeah. drinking. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just so cool to see them like that with like those guys. Yeah. Were, but you told me a little bit about that. That crew kind of formed to protect against the yeah, click. So, like they're was, all friends, but yeah, it was like at that time the click were like the most powerful backstage group. Bro. Sure. At Shawn Michaels, at Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, yeah. One Two Three, and Triple H were One Two Three and Triple H were there, but they weren't really the the political guys. Right, right, okay, right. that was all Shawn Nash. Yeah. Yeah. Really, it was Sean and Nash, really. Yeah. And uh, they decided, you know, they, they talked who they would go over. They talked who they were wrestling against, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. All that really unnecessary backstage crap. I've, I've been at work. I have, you know, the place I work, we've had people that have divided. I've been a part of that division where it actually does divide the boys. Oh, yeah. It's ugly. It's yeah. a big mess. It's really awkward. You You know, it's ugly. I've been there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they were kind of formed because they were putting people who they wanted to put over. Okay. Right. Now, there are certain guys who could get away with it. Bret Hart, obviously, mm-hmm. could get away with it. He could fight any of those guys and beat any of those guys. Yeah. You know, because he could. He was that popular. But, like, guys like Jeff Jarrett got buried. Guys yeah. like Shane Douglas got buried. Yeah. You know, a lot of really good guys that they probably could have used. Uh, yeah. Later on, it got buried by these guys. Yeah. So yeah, Taker had a lot of pool. Yeah. You know, obviously Yoko had a lot of pool oh, because yeah. he was the heavyweight champion. He he main event at WrestleMania as nine and ten. Right. You know, so fought I mean, Hogan. Fought know, Hogan. Fought you know main event at Brett. You know yeah. against in nine and ten. Mm-hmm. He actually fought twice at WrestleMania ten. Yokozuna. Really? He fought against Luger and Bret oh, Hart. That's right. I, yeah. I so, so yeah. So yeah. I mean, so yeah. So you know, it was kind of to ban against you know the click. I mean, and just, it's kind of neat too because I I was kind of telling you off air like I was like man this is like a kind of a group that's maybe like not heavy hitters heavy hitters maybe in the wrestling business yeah. but they look like some motherfuckers that no he- like, hit heavy in the back yeah you know so I mean? like, like in the ring like you know he had like Godfather he was like Kamo I think at that time he was Kamo yeah he wasn't he really was done with Papa Chango but he had this stupid gimmick of Kamo yeah when he was and, in the nation and then you know Henry and and Vinny 
Midian, who became Midian. Midian you know, they yeah. were the Godwins. They were yeah. Hillbilly Jim's like sons or yeah. nephews. I mean, that was they ended up being gimmick. in the uh, what do you call it? The right in the ministry when they had did. the ministry of they darkness. Did. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it was like stupid gimmicks. Like Savio Vega was, yeah. you know, never really had anything going. Like his biggest feud was Stone Cold when he came in. When Stone right. Cold came in the beginning, in. yeah, yeah. He did have that famous match though, right? With uh, when it's it's funk when he's chainsaw charlie and foley yeah. it's like the dumpster match or something like that oh that was against the outlaws oh the outlaws yeah. okay i'm getting yeah. that confused yeah but, yeah yeah so but either way but still i'm like these also look like guys that, that you don't want to push backstage uh fucking uh yeah because godfather not, charles Wright is like a big yeah. fucking guy well like there. even like uh one of the doa guys the uh, brian brian mm -hmm. uh brian adams mm -hmm. uh you know he they, there's like a story like where he uh sean i i think tried saying something against him and him and his brother, like his brother watched the door while he grabbed Sean and he fucking pushed him oh, against shit. the wall. And he was like, yeah. you know, you try any of your shit with me, I'm going to kick your fucking ass, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and Sean was, you know, there was no one to help Sean. So he was like, right. okay, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah. Sean runs his mouth, but apparently he he's lost every fight he's gotten into. So yeah, he runs his mouth yeah. when Nash and Triple H and Scott Hart are there. But, right. You know, right. obviously he can't. Well, those guys too. I mean, you know, obviously, yeah. big guys too. You don't want to fuck with whatever, but yeah. So Taker surrounded himself with some pretty heavy hitters that you didn't want to fuck with backstage. <laughs> interesting, <Yeah. laughs> interesting stuff. I do like though how Taker does say that you know when Sean went through his change mm -hmm. and found God that he said not nah, I could see a real change yeah. in him and it was real. Yeah. And then you know he said after that that stuff was all over or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he said it didn't change anything yeah. that they did in the ring because they mm -hmm. still went out there and, and killed it and killed yeah. it because that was yeah. what came first the business. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, I mean, man, that's just some great wrestling mm -hmm. stuff right there. Love Taker, love Shawn Michaels, love those matches. But Double A, let me hear what what's your is, is there a specific or a Undertaker moment match that really does it for you? Um, yeah, it had to be uh, King of the Ring, nineteen ninety eight, Hell in a Cell. Him and Mankind. Oh, the oh, iconic. I mean, that's... Uh... So, it, it's... Okay, so when you're watching it, it, it's brutal. But then when you start hearing the backstory, you start hearing about Undertaker has a broken foot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and fucking Mick... He went into the match. Like yes. That, and fucking Mick, once he started off on the top, like him and Terry Funk got together. And it was like, what can we do to make it so much different than... Shawn Michaels Undertaker? <laughs> and he asked fucking Terry Funk. Uh, you know, he's like, what if you start on top? You know, <laughs> so Fuck. he's climbing, and then you know, you take her comes out, and take her has that look like, oh shit, he's fucking up there. Uh -huh. <laughs> so he has uh -huh. to start climbing, he has a broken foot, you oh, know, and it's gosh. just like he climbs, and you know, you're talking about 600, maybe near 700 pounds mm -hmm. on this cage. Yeah, which is essentially chain link fence. Chain if you've never seen fence, a hell in a cell match, which it, it perfectly supported him and Sean, but then Sean's only like, 220 yeah right, maybe right now you're talking about 700 pounds on here instead of 400 500 pounds you're talking about an extra 200 probably well just imagine double <clears throat> right like you get up there on this you know you can imagine what it's like to stand on a chain link fence and then you're going to get up there and do what these guys do and work you're going to work no, a match you're going to no. you're going to be trying to you know do some working punches do some you know whatever See, you're I'm, doing me and you have climbed Mm -hmm. chain link fences and mm -hmm. we feel how flimsy you are oh yeah i can only imagine how scared he was walking on the chain link yeah you know it's, yeah. it's ugly it's i'm a ugly smaller feeling. guy and i can imagine like to walk on that it would be uneven yeah. it would be like 
giving under my weight mm-hmm. and i'd be like this fucking feels weird just to walk on let alone work a damn match yeah okay okay yeah. so they're up there then <laughs> no, they're, they're fighting you know they're going back and forth and then they step on one spot and it actually kind of breaks under them a yeah, little bit and they're right. like oh shit that's right you know and so they keep going and keep going fighting fighting he has mick on the ropes pretty much like a day of the cage mm-hmm. and then he just grabs mick and throws him off and the fucking cage him. And then you hear JR with that great call. My oh, God. My God, he broke it in ass. <laughs> did we watch this live together? I no, we like didn't. We did. no, 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 no. We saw it like later. I think we found out. We didn't get the pay-per-views because we couldn't afford them. At okay. I mean, our okay. parents couldn't, didn't yeah. buy it for us. Yeah. Uh, but we saw this and we're just like, holy shit. This had to be like the most, even if you're a non-wrestling fan, this is like the most watched, yeah. most seen, yeah. most repeated, like, moment taker ever. and mankind on the top and then he it's just what, 20 foot? him off it's a 20 foot fall yeah it's yeah and the match i think people think that's like at the end of the match but it's not it's the not, match had just started yeah and it's not a long match either so he throws him off and mick is out cold mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. he's out you see blood on his shirt yeah. he, at this time he's starting to wear like the white shirt the over white yeah. over his shirt and uh the match is like over like it's done. It's over. It's like five minutes, six minutes in, and you start seeing Terry Funk, all the guys come in. They're putting him on a stretcher. Vince McMahon is even out there too. Yeah. He looks fucking concerned. They start raising up the the cage while Taker's still up there. Yeah. They start lifting up the cage so they can get Mick out. They're rolling him out. Then all of a sudden you just see the stretcher to stop. Mm-hmm. And you see movement from mankind. Yeah. And he has his mask off, everything. And you see him just come up, and Terry Funk's trying to stop him. Like, yeah. no, you got to go. You're hurt. You're hurt. And he just rips, like, Terry Funk off, and he's, like, he starts climbing the cage all over again. Oh, my God. He's already fucked up, but Mick has that face, that mm-hmm. fucking psycho face. Like, no, no, this is not how it's going to end. Yeah. And they lower the cage. He starts climbing it again. Taker's like, okay, all right, let's go. Yeah. Let's go some more. Yeah. He grabs him. <laughs> he choke slams him, and then the cage fucking breaks, and he slams him through the ring. Through the cage. And then you hear JR again. Somebody stop the damn match. He knows enough. And he's out again. Nick is out of fucking again. This, now, I, I watched this on last night, and then I saw it too. Obviously, Austin asked him about <laughs> yeah. it, right? Because, I mean, I've seen it so many times. I mean, just, it doesn't never get fucking it old. Does. And And Austin asks him, he says, when you see Nick on the, after you threw him through the table, what are you thinking? And he's like, he's like well, I'm thinking, just move. Just move, man. Yeah. Just move. Move yeah. your leg. Move your arm. And he's like, he's like, that's all I'm waiting for. He's like, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm keeping kayfabe, but I'm I'm watching and I'm just like, okay, so it's like when he moves, then he's like, then it's a relief. Then it's like, okay, back into yeah. Mode. So so Mika said that uh there's only been like two instances where he's been out, mm-hmm. which is out, and that was one of them. Uh-huh. When he gets choke slammed through, and because he's out, because he said to be noticed the chair because they bought a chair into it, right. It hits him on and the, the face. And the nose. That's what yeah. breaks his tooth. Yes, it and does. The so it gets lodged in his mustache. So he gets, yeah, he gets slammed on the ring and the chair hits yeah. him. So he's yeah. out. So, yeah, like you said, so he comes around and apparently in Mick's book, he tells Terry Funk, like like when he starts getting his mm-hmm. bearings back, like, buy me some time, buy me some time. And Terry Funk, when you see him, I don't know if you remember, but he actually goes up to Undertaker, Terry mm-hmm. Funk. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty much saying, like, you know, he he looks like he's shouting, but he's pretty much saying, take her, like, hit me, like, hit me, hit me. 
you know, he wants to keep going. You know, he wants to buy. He just wants you to buy time. So Taker starts punching. You know, he knocks out Terry. <laughs> he beats up everyone else. You know, because he's saying Mick's ready to go. Yeah. But he's not ready to go. He picks up Mick and he punches him, and Mick just like goes down. Drops him. You know, like, <laughs> and, and you're thinking, man, there's no way this match can go on. And it's he then you know he stands up again. He gets Mick's arm mm-hmm. and he starts to walk on the ring. And then that's when Mick, you know, moves on right. the ropes and he, you know, Taker falls through the, you know, falls. Yeah. And that's that great shot that you get a Mick where the cameraman, like, it comes like where Mick's on the corner. Yeah. And, and it makes like that. And it looks like he's laughing, like he's smiling. King goes, look, look, JR, he's smiling. He's smiling. <laughs> and, and you see the tooth, he's that's like the right there on his fucking mustache. And, he, yeah. and they're like, what's that on his face? You know, yeah. they're, but that, that great expression. And, and Mankind on his book, he said that... It, it wasn't supposed to be like a smile, you know, yeah. that came out, but that's the way it came out. Like where you're like, holy shit, man, this guy is fucking hardcore. Which adds to like the, the character too. It, it, it made more of... the legendary, it made Nick almost legendary status at that point. Right. And totally. Undertaker too totally. at the same time. I know in the last ride, Taker says that it was a last second decision that he stepped onto like the the beam part, like the, the support part uh-huh. versus being on the cage with Mick. He goes, he goes, or we would have gone through and I would have I would have landed on him. And he goes, and my foot was already fucked up. Yeah, so he goes, yeah. I can only imagine if that would have been what happened. He goes, yeah. I goes, I stepped back, I stepped onto like the support, and that's where you see him kind of climb down. Okay. And he still lands real gingerly on that foot. He, really does. he tries yeah. to support his whole weight on the one foot, yeah. which is probably bad too, because mm-hmm. he's like, he knows he can't like hop yeah. down. But he didn't have a choice because they didn't know that the cage was gonna break. He's yeah. like, Well, now I gotta get down in there yeah. with him. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. fuck, like I'm gonna. I'm gonna as big as he is, still it's just a few fucking probably inches off the mm. ground, but he knew that foot was already fucking broken. Yeah. He's gonna land on that. Yeah. Fuck. So man. the match only lasts like maybe 10 more minutes, and um uh, it goes outside too, and then Mick he gets the upper hand and then he brings out his bag of thumbtacks. Oh, yes, you know? that's right. And he's doing oh the mandible gosh, claw. And you're that. thinking Taker's gonna go down, down, and then he grabs, you know, somehow he like Mick gets in back of him and Taker picks him up. Yep. And then yep. he just like, like slams, piggyback, yeah. like give it a little kid yeah. conky. And then he slams Mick on the thumb back under the thumb tap. <laughs> and Mick's like, ah, <laughs> like Mick is like, ah, and he keeps rolling. And he's rolling, and he's over. rolling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like a couple stuck in Taker's yes, arm too. Yes. You can see, but not that. But then when Mick gets up, you're seeing it's all oh, over, it's all over. Yeah. And then you know he grabs Mick and he fucking does the tombstone and like all the thumbtacks you see all the thumbtacks mm-hmm. kind of come out mm-hmm. and he pins him and that was it and yeah. man the result was that was like Mick lost a tooth he had a separated shoulder uh who knows I think I think some like cracked ribs I'm not too sure yeah, but no it was a brutal that. like like it's not it's not a it's not a long match at all mm-hmm. it's held to sell 1998 it's not a long match at all uh it's probably like maybe 15 minutes uh, total, but it's one of the yeah. most brutal matches. And that you're literally you watching history, guys, because yeah. you're watching. You're watching. You're not even watching wrestling history. You're watching just history. Period. Because again, it's so played over and over again. <laughs> Mick so gets knocked about. out two t- two times in that match. He's out. Yeah. Mick Foley, mankind is out. Yeah. Completely. That can't. Whoever be. said people like. That's why I hate when people say wrestling's fake. Oh, I no. hate that too. Watch that match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not fake. When you see the thumbtacks go down and that angle and the camera's right there and you can see, I'm like, there's no faking that. And yeah, some of them are stuck in his shirt and, yeah. and shit like that. But 
Yeah. No, they're all over they're his all body. Over they're on his ass over. everywhere. Yeah. And, and all the credit to the man we're talking about tonight, The Undertaker, who yeah. was already on a hurt foot, <laughs> yeah. goes out there, yeah. does a hell of a show. Yeah. He has to climb 20 feet. Yeah, yeah. yes. And he has, to, he has to stay in character. Well, he's concerned that he might have paralyzed Kills the man someone. or killed someone. A man someone. with yeah. a family. Yeah, A man with exactly. two kids at that time. Exactly. You, you know, know, and a wife. Like you he know. said, you know, he's keeping you, – you can't tell by looking at Taker that he's worried. But he says yeah. nothing but he's like, all I'm thinking about is yeah. like, please be okay. Like, please be okay. Please be. And you're just like, fuck, man. Like, I mean, this is a testament to what these guys yeah. do for our entertainment, man. I mean, like, I, you know, I listened to Bruce Springsteen, the wrestler song from the wrestler of the movie. And it's just like, man, you know, I can make you smile when the blood hits the floor. You're just like, yeah, and it makes you get choked up because, <laughs> um, you know, that's like. Yeah. I, love, I love wrestling, man. Yeah. So yeah. I love this shit yeah, like that. Love it's, like, it's a yeah. guy like The Undertaker, yeah. man, that like is like your fucking hero. You're yeah. like, this is my little sister's favorite wrestler. Yeah. You know, who doesn't like know wrestling like we do by mm -hmm. a long shot or whatever. And I always say, me, I don't know wrestling like you do, double A by a long shot. But it doesn't change how we feel when we no. see no. a match like that. Yeah. We get excited. We hear the gong. Yeah. The Undertaker comes out. The Druids. Yeah. That, how many matches did me and you and your brother yeah. have in your old bedroom hitting each other with shit boiler room matches? We're trying to be these oh my goodness, bad yeah. guys, you know what I mean? We're yeah. trying to be. You remember too? Awesome. We even turned up the heat. Remember? Shh. We we didn't have no air conditioning. <laughs> on. We didn't have no fan. We, I remember we were sweating. I can tell you that it man. was fucking hot in those matches. I mean, we were going, we were booking our own oh shit, man. Calling it in the ring for sure. We turned off the fans, the AC, <laughs> everything, all yeah. high spots, yeah. all, all yeah. finishers. That's all it was. God, we that was nasty. I know. I took a, a numerous no, amount of tombstones, tombstones. Yeah. and uh, a, a one uh, failed back body drop by oh. by Will where. He had me, and he. I just slip out of his arms, and I go right onto his knee. He's already got his knee just on Ooh. my side. Ooh. I remember being like, Ooh. I remember thinking, I'm going to piss blood Ooh. for the first time in my <laughs> life. I hit his fucking knee so hard. Here I am, you know, we're 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 kids, right? Yeah. Double A, having these matches. And listen to what these guys did. Yeah. The Undertaker tosses Mick Foley off of a 20, 25-foot, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. cage, a cell, onto a fucking table. And what? Man, what coordination too by Foley? I mean, like, man, what a bump! Yeah. I mean, like, the, yeah. the bump of bumps. Yeah. It's got to be the bump of all bumps. I mean, like, yeah. like if you're a wrestler, I mean, like, you know, that's what they call a fall. You know, taking yeah. the fall. But I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, the the execution of that. I mean, like, yeah. that's right up there with like when Randy hits that perfect RKO <laughs> off of yeah. a, 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 a a fucking Rollins. It might have been Rollins when he goes up in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, and mm -hmm. he's getting in that front flip, and he catches him just right. Mm -hmm. Like Randy hits that that uh, RKO sometimes with yeah. really great precision. Yeah. Uh, the Shelton Benjamin Sean super kick. That's another like the timing is so yeah. excellent where Shelton's bouncing off the rope, he bounces yeah. towards Sean, catch him right boom right into kick. that. Like yeah. I'm like, you guys do not get if you're not a wrestler, the timing. It, that's like ballerina timing. That's mm -hmm. like it's got to be perfect, or it will look like complete shit, yeah. and it won't work. Like the story is not going to get told right. So like when they hit all that right, it's just incredible. Yeah. And no one yeah. did it better for thirty years than the Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Double A. What are some of your other any any other things that you might be think about moments specifics? He crucified Austin. I yeah. mean, you know, um, 
in the last, in, in not, excuse me, not the last ride, but in the Broken Skull Sessions, number part one, the first episode, the first guy he has on is Taker. And then the most recent one was also Taker, mm. ending the career. But so I watched them both, and he talks about Taker. Tell, uh, Austin tells Taker, he goes, Well, two things. He goes, First, I only been, I think he says he only been knocked out twice. And he oh, says, okay. One of the ones was on a move where he comes off the rope, he's going to go towards Taker. Taker's got his head down. I think he's supposed to meant to grab him, and maybe he's going to like, twist him, do a, a, a backdrop, something like that. But instead, Taker whips his head up. He whips his head up, and he goes, the end of your head caught me square on the chin, Ooh. and he just went down. Ooh. They finished the match. Finished the match. <laughs> but uh, Stone Cold goes, I was out. I don't remember it or whatever. Yeah. And Taker says that when he fought Brock, he goes, my last memory of that day was at like 3.30 in the afternoon. He That's goes, right. I was concussed. That's right. And he didn't have – it, it yeah. wiped his memories. Yeah. But um, he also apologizes to him. And I don't remember what match it is. He says – but he goes, uh, he comes off the ropes and Taker's leaned on the ropes, he, like hung over the ropes. And Austin's going to do that kind of like that move where they slide through, they kind of hit you, they kick mm -hmm. you. Well, Austin's got the double knee braces on Ooh. and it catches Taker's ear, oh. nearly rips it off. Oh. You can see him all oh. bloody. God, yeah, man. he's all bloody afterwards. And he goes, uh, Austin goes, man, I'm so sorry. I never got to apologize. I didn't know. And Taker's like, no, nah, man, it's all right. He goes, look, and they're showing the video. And he goes, look right here, Earl Hebner's telling me. Hey, your ears coming off, take it. <laughs> He's like, shit. Oh. And they finished the match. The, mm -hmm. like, they finished these fucking matches, yeah. man. Yeah. Like they're they you know, they're yeah. they're covered in blood. This is real shit, real mm -hmm. fucking injuries that happen, you know what I mean? And uh, it's just fucking awesome. Ooh. I mean, like, Ooh. I just like do not do not get enough, man. Yeah. It's seriously, yeah. it's seriously great. Oh, he's been part of so many, like I say, great matches, great Grimmick matches. You mm -hmm. know, I forgot to mention the Inferno match. That's right. Like him and Kane. Him and Kane. You know? Yeah. That was a great match, too. Yeah. Every time they hit the ring, the flames are the bursting flames are going higher. Up. Can you yeah. imagine? We've sat in audiences, you and I, mm -hmm. and when Kane hits the flames, and we're way we back. Feel it. Way yeah. back. You can feel the fucking heat. Yeah. Can you imagine being in a, in a ring no. where it's covered in fire no. and, and, you know, uh, you're feeling it every time you yeah, hit no. that. That match used to be in the game. I remember. Yeah, that's right. And every time you would that's drop right. them, the flames would yeah. go up, and that was really neat. That's right. And uh, I remember me and uh, Friday Nighter uh, Albert Olivares, who I always mention, he does our music. Uh, we used to play some hellacious matches, and uh, <laughs> shit, it might have been WWE SmackDown versus Raw, like 2017, 2018. And dude, it, we we would play a lot of rumbles, right? So okay. that we would be random. This is how we used to do it too. Yeah, we'd yeah, play yeah. me and you uh -huh. and, and your brother Will, and we'd play because that way it's like it's fair. You don't yeah. go picking like the ninety-nine level guys. Mm -hmm. So we would do. And dude, if you on the rumble, you got eliminated, and you came back as Taker, oh man, you were tearing up ass. You're like, ah, fuck, man, like, oh fuck, oh, fuck, and you're hitting them with everything, and they're getting their ass beat because they always would rank them pretty damn high, yeah. deservingly yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but man, just. Uh, so much fucking cool memories, mm -hmm. man, with, with the dead man, with Undertaker, his costumes, the different robes, the, the duster jackets. Yeah. I love how they started to like, refer to him like as like the outlaw mm -hmm. and, and the uh you know the, the last the the last uh you know kind of like uh renegade and yeah. all that, you know, it was yeah. like like man, it's fucking cool. He's like also oh, like a cowboy, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he sure so, was he became that more and more, right? Yeah, that kind yeah. of like ghost cowboy almost. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Shit, I was watching one of a one of the things on last ride, and it shows him coming out during one entrance. His hat is almost like a cowboy hat. Yeah. He's in the yeah, duster yeah. and everything, but it looked yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, you know, so they, they they did talk about that and you know, the, the of course the American badass mm -hmm. and all that, you know what I mean? But I just was like, man, this is like such a guy with like diversity and range. I was of gonna say, what's your favorite uh incarnation of a taker? 
I can't get away from probably like the gray gloves and the purple the gloves, gloves, the way yeah. that looked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, he kind of had those under With the curly hair. Yeah, 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 it looked pretty neat yeah. in the dark. And then he took the hat off. And no, he, he did. He yeah, that's look, when I think you know? he really looked dead. Right. You know, that, yeah, that for when sure. he first came. For sure. You know? But in these later years, too, it really did grow on me because that became kind of like my taker, mm -hmm. my adult. Hood taker where he'd got the MMA gloves okay. on and he'd do the striking. See, my taker is that attitude you know, mm -hmm. where he has his hair slicked back and he has that beard. Yeah. That's like, like the ministry. My, yeah, the ministry. Right. Yes, yeah. yes. That's yeah. that was like my taker right there. Where he had he's some like cool, cool super shit going evil on in there. In there. Mm -hmm. His costumes were always like if you look at that one right there, he's the, the cape is like really yes. Yeah, there. that one was a really neat looking you one. You know, he looks super mean. Evil yeah. in in that phenom kind of like uh, the attitude era Undertaker. <clears throat> How about yeah. that? How about being called you know the phenom? The phenom. You know what I mean? Like that's what yeah. it was. You know, it's yeah. funny. We your uh, your middle brother start calling your oldest brother that <laughs> yeah. calling him the phenom. Like that's his nickname for him now. He calls yeah. him phenom. You know, yeah. but he would say it was because <laughs> he would tear up the food or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> in, in the attitude era, this is actually where he kind of looks like his biggest. I guess you can say like. Or he looks really super heavy. Yeah. Is there attitude? Weight wise. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, that's what he calls my <laughs> older brother now. Because he's slimmed down now. He, he Undertaker yeah. looks, uh, he looks, he looks, he looks great. He looks yeah. really great, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I was really impressed too, like with how Edge, most recent comeback, man. He looked really shredded, man. So mm. I know these guys can do it, man. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, they have the ability. So we got about maybe 10 minutes left if we go this whole 10 double A. We don't have to take the whole 10, but I want to, I want to ask you some things. Um, this goodbye, good, bad. I feel like in the last round he's chasing it really I think bad. It's good. Anyway. No, I think it's good because it's um, wrestling and Shane so much like where he said it's not even like gimmick related anymore. Yeah. He was kind of like that last vintage mm -hmm. uh, of like that old great era. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, you've done enough. You've done your time. You've you did. You made your mark on wrestling. Go, go out, you know. Yeah. Uh, let let these new guys come in. Maybe uh, they'll never be another Undertaker. Never, never. The street, you're never gonna see that. Yeah, you're never gonna see the character is what's most important. You're never gonna see that kind of character. If now. somebody tried to come out tomorrow <clears throat> with something like that, hell, I would say this. I would say that Bray Wyatt's kind of trying the closest. it, and it's and yeah. it's hard. It's hard yeah. to not be like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's this just the audience wild, has gotten you know? so bad. Yeah. You know, yeah, I know. Or like they want, they think they know right. everything already. Right. You know, and yeah. so they really don't support the characters like we used to. Well, yeah, it's it's hard when I can go Google Bray Wyatt and read his yeah. real name and look at pictures of him. Well, as that's a kid. Exactly. You know, the social media kind of sucks too because yeah. these guys come on social media and they kind of like break character. Bad, yeah, that's you know? true. That's true. And so you you don't believe it like you used to believe it. Like yeah, you know, Steve Austin's this, you know. Beer swilling, you know, yeah. badass that's not afraid of anyone. Yeah. Rocks this cocky, fucking mm -hmm. big ass jock, you know, right. that it's hard to right. be. You know, that mankind's this deranged, fucking kind of like mental patient, you know. Right. You, you just don't get those characters anymore. You know, HBK, yeah. you know, yeah. the game. Yeah. And that's what they think they said yeah. too. They said, man, what a commitment to character yeah. is that, is that Taker um, was. Uh, he was like, I would dress all in black mm -hmm. outside. He's like, yeah, I wouldn't be in my robe and all that shit. But he's like, I would still, I would not say very much. I would, you know, keep it, keep myself dressed in all black. Mm -hmm. And I would just, you know, uh, I would keep that character going, whatever. There was really like, you know, again, he never, 
to have social media never came out. But, you know, that's what was so good about wrestling is you you have to keep that mystique. Yeah, that's what made you believe in wrestling. Right. Right. And now that you know everyone, now that you know, like, you know, Rollins and Owens don't really hate each other. They're they're friends because they posted a picture. You just don't believe in the story anymore. You don't believe the drama anymore. You don't believe that these two guys really hate each other. Right. You know, that's why I hate, like, you know, the women's division. You always see them putting pictures up of, you know, Bailey hanging out with Sasha and Charlotte. Right. Just like, well, but aren't you guys supposed to all be hating each other? Yeah. You know? That's what makes you believe in wrestling so much. And and I think maybe that, that means that there needs to be some kind of change to keep the business. Yeah. Because what are yeah. you trying to do? Because, yeah, you're going to have your smarks out there that are trying to go and dig up this stuff and find whatever and whatever. Okay, well, what are what are you doing as a business to say, hey, we want to keep it. We want to keep some of this. And see, you're not, yeah, you're, you're not, is, you know, you're not really setting it up for the next generation of wrestlers. Right. You're kind of hurting it even more. We've seen the houses. Mm-hmm. They're down like where you see like half the arena's empty. Yeah. How crazy is that for me and you? You yeah. know, we used to see these buildings always being sold out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now because I think because of all this social media stuff, that all these wrestlers are kind of like letting their guard down. You know, you don't have guys like Undertaker anymore right. that kept it a secret. Right. He knew he was winding down, and I think that's why he's starting to do all these interviews because yeah. it's over. For sure. For he sure. doesn't have to anymore. It's done. Yeah. It's, it's over. Yeah. And maybe maybe the right time, too, because how much longer do so. you want to drag it out when the business is becoming what we say it is? And essentially, these young guys and these fans, excuse me, if the business dies, you're the ones that killed it. Yeah. You're the ones that killed it. Yeah. You wrestlers that didn't keep, I mean, I guess you could say keep kayfabe to some degree at least. Look, you know what I mean? You we know, know it's real. Don't. Don't be like you know we know it's real. Right. Right. Keep in character. Right. You know. And and the smarks that are the worst I think of ever that are like you know determined to be like blah blah this blah blah that I'm like what do you gain? Do you not want it to be around anymore? Yeah, like you want like to this go is a, this is a, a really in my opinion pure art form pure yeah. sport. Um, it's I, the only one CM where if they get hurt, mm-hmm. it's live. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's no rehearsing. There's no. Right. Going back to do the spot, it's yeah. it, we've seen a lot of guys end their careers on yeah. in the ring. Yeah, you know. So, and, and I think people are cheating themselves too of really incredible athleticism that you see from guys like Will Osprey, Ricochet, mm-hmm. Finn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Shinsuke. I mean, there's so many great guys still out there that still can do a lot of stuff. You got to get the right stories. You got to get the right booking. You got, yeah. and, and it can be great. I mean, I heard recently, you know, like how Kenny wants there to be some type of like you know. Uh, partnership with wwe and it's like yeah we've been saying it for it's years no i know it's not gonna happen but but we've been saying it for years like yeah that's a great idea you find a way to work together and you keep mm-hmm. the business going i mean like maybe it would have to be like people were on the verge of there being no more business for that to happen but i mean it's like come on now you know what i mean like th- mm-hmm. there's stories to be told and and you guys can tell them and there's even but you gotta you know hey maybe while you're a wrestler you don't have social media fuck it who cares you know what i mean who like cares? yeah you're you know you're making something good or whatever you know what i mean yeah, i would love yeah. For someone to emerge that is like this off the grid person, yeah. you know what I mean? And you know, and, you know, that's why I applaud Undertaker for keeping his character yeah, that totally. way for so long. Totally, you know, that you didn't know anything about him on the outside, right? <laughs> right. You didn't know anything, yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. uh, I applaud him for that. You yeah. know? 
He doesn't have to do that anymore, and good for him. Yeah, man. Now he can finally start critiquing openly. Yeah. He can finally start coming on all these DVDs and talking about, you know, what he felt, what he thought. So, but he did at the right time. He's not doing it during his wrestling career. Totally. Totally. Yeah, man. Now it's his time to shoot on on the business. Yeah. And And he said he might, uh, him and Triple H have been talking. About maybe him being a, a kind of trainer. At NXT? At NXT. Oh, my gosh. So, how much? I saw him on last night <clears throat> talking to some of the guys, and you can just see yeah, him in the room, right? When yeah. he gets in the head yeah. of the table. Yeah. Keith <clears throat> Lee's yeah. in there and uh-huh. all that. And he just, yeah. and that too, man. He just seems like a really great guy yeah. from what yeah. I could see. He even gets in the ring. Too. Did you see that? Yeah. Too? Oh, yeah. Control. Starts hitting yeah. the ropes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, where he's all it. like, he kind of starts slow, and then he starts yeah. hitting him fast yeah. against the ropes. And you're like, damn. I mean, man, for me, I mean, I love him. I've said it before on this podcast, Double A, that my Mount Rushmore was Stone Cold, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, HBK, Shawn Michaels, and Vince. and Vince. But after watching The Last Ride and after going through this research and this journey and seeing Survivor Series and the send-off, I got to say, Undertaker's always been in my top 10. Okay. But I do not know why I would not put him on my Mount Rushmore. You're right. When I first said Vince, you questioned me. You said, well, he's not really a wrestler. I mean, but like, you know what? I found out you weren't the only one. There's a few yeah. people that have put Vince in really? the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and again, a very important and pivotal part to For sure. wrestling. For sure. whatever. Yeah. But, but even learning about his relationship with Vince, I got to say right here, right now, <laughs> on the Just Another Friday Night Podcast Undertaker tribute episode, I'm moving Vince down, oh. and I'm moving The Undertaker the Fina, up the right man. on to the Mount Rushmore nice. okay. for me. Okay. Um, I love him. I love his interest. Nice. I love his character. I nice. love his gimmick. Again, he's my my little sister's favorite guy. You know, Untamable Amy, who, nice. is, who is your most casual wrestling fan, but to say, <laughs> that's my guy. Yeah. That's the guy. I even, yeah. She loves Roman Reigns. And I said, Roman versus Taker. says, who do you take? She's like, she didn't know. She's like, Taker. Nice. Also, I think she'd take take her over nice. almost anybody. That's okay. how much. So that's that's pretty damn pretty damn special. Says a lot. And she even loaned me her t-shirt. I didn't take her t-shirt. <laughs> she wore it because I didn't have anything. Take her. Can you believe that? I didn't. Um, so yeah, man. For me, that's my final thoughts cool. on it all. Man, Great. I love the guy. I wish him all the best, Mark Calloway. Greatest gimmick character ever. Ever Bar easily none. easily greatest entrance ever. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I agree too. Sure. I agree. And he did Who it so many different ways. Who else is that direct theatric as if? And you and you know it. The bells. Watch it, man. Yeah. Once the bells go off, man, people went ape shit over it. How many ways did he do it? The druids, yeah. the torches, yeah. and it still was the same. Him walking down, yeah. you get up on the edge, uh, raise up the lights. Too, How about the hat off? The yeah. light, the, and then eyes the eyes rolled back. back. Oh. You know what I mean? And then uh, at the end of a match, the knee, the yeah. lightning. Yep. I'm like shit. Like he just. Yeah. brought it all man yeah. it was he like did. fucking cool the way that you would hear the announcers talk about it like they're like you will never see anything nope. like this never and it's it's chilling I thought it was watching bullshit that at that time but no no i'm convinced nope you're never gonna yep. see this again we got to never. watch him come into uh-huh. the ring yep. sometimes at events yep. and i'm like man when the lights yeah. go down you did. you did get lucky remember that main electric. event it was him and Stone Cold in a cage match versus Kane and, and Mankind. Remember? Yep, I do we remember saw that. That, that, was, that awesome. was our main event. That was one of my San, first That was events. a raw uh, San Antonio live event. That we Very fucking see. badass. We need to look that up on the network yeah, and check that yeah. out. Well, guys, that's pretty much it 
for us here yep. at the Just Another Friday Night Podcast, we do like to say something before we go every time, and that is to remind you guys of something you want to do, yep. someone you want to be. You want to be the, the living dead man. Seize the day. Yep. Today is your day. He thought he was going to be the egg man coming out of the egg and survivors, <laughs> and instead he was the dead man for yep. 30 years. Iconic. The other thing, guys, is, is if there is that hope, that dream, you want to get there, you got to do whatever it takes. And that's what The Undertaker did for 30-plus years. So one last thing to say before we go, Double A, and that is, Undertaker, may you rest in peace. peace.